We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How would you play this? Benny and the Jets. Why would we celebrate the Jets? They can go to hell. Nah. Oh, and this is a celebration? I don't know what this song's about. <laughs> I just know that Me line. Benny! 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 This is, this is early, early, uh, John, John uh, I mean, uh, Elton John. Yeah, that's before Dua Lipa. Yeah. Maybe you should do this with Dua Lipa, too. Mm. You know? I will. What? Suggested. Ah. <laughs> Who, uh, who did we send to the Heat game, by the way, Marcos? We sent Anthony out of Davey. All right. Anthony, enjoy Heat Nets. Oh. And, uh, good for him. Hey. Hmm? My neighbor. Yeah. He asked if he wanted to go. I said, no, Leroy does not want to go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go out to the Toilet of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toilets indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toilet of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. He is... The host, one half of the hosts of the Fish Tank Podcast. You hear it every week with OJ McDuffie. You hear him on the postgame show with OJ McDuffie. He is Seth Levitt joining us here. What's going on, Seth? How are you, man? What's happening? Happy New Year, fellas. I feel like it's been Happy forever since we've done this. I know. Well, it's good it's to see you, man. It's good to see it's it's good it's to good see, to see you. you guys. And t- talk to me about these shirts. Was that a planned coordinated thing? Like it's Vice Shirt Friday. Yeah. Every it's a, it's Friday. a show tradition. I wish somebody would have filled me in. I'm a Tuesday guy filling in on Friday and uh, looking a little unprepared. We did this like we way back. In- How long have we been doing it? Like, oh, we've been doing it like six years. We did it when we were doing back shows back at the Hard Rock at the Poker Room. We're like, we're going to wear just really outlandish shirts to the Hard Rock Poker yeah. Room. And, I think uh, that I have officially told on myself, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> By not knowing what to do here on we're, a Friday. We're uh, we we got it goes it goes way back. We didn't wear them to the to the ping pong tournaments ever to the Hard Rock. Maybe we should have uh, we should have filled it in. That's what that's. So maybe uh, next time around we'll do that. We'll, uh, Sounds good. We'll we'll, Sounds good. we'll spice well, it up. If I'm ever here on a Friday again, I will be better prepared. Okay, Seth, uh, are you ha- give me give me your nerves level going into this weekend? Oh man, nerves. Uh, you know, like in, in some ways, this is kind of everything you want, right? I mean, a game that matters and it means something on a Friday, on a Friday, uh, on a uh, the last game of the season. You want to be playing for games that that are important, games that are playoff games. But yeah, I mean, after the last five weeks, uh, you know, confidence has been shaken. Uh, you know, you don't have uh, there, there's a lot of positions where you're banged up, and and certainly there's a little uh, uncertainty at the quarterback position. And even if you knew who was starting, we've yet to play a game where a quarterback other than Tua starts and finishes the game. So right. there's a lot there that uh, I, I hate to say nervous. I sure as heck hope the guys aren't nervous, but there are some things that that don't necessarily make me think anything is in the bag. See, Seth. Two words. Maybe I can change your mind a little bit. Okay. And ease some of that nervousness. Okay. Joe Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a feeling those were going to be the two words. And look, Joe Flacco, you know, see, here's the thing. 
and and I'm not comparing Joe Flacco to Aaron Rodgers, and maybe some to some degree I am here. But when Aaron Rodgers came down, he wasn't having an Aaron Rodgers like season. But what happens is every now and then guys are are reminded that they are who they once were, right? And so we right. know that jo- Joe Flacco has played on the biggest stage. He's won a Super Bowl, and you know I I, I sure hope that those two words aren't being whispered in the Dolphins locker room the way the way they just were into the microphone there mm-hmm. because ultimately the guy's been there and done that and he can you know he can still play ball but it's not Lamar you know it's not like you're playing a Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers or or Pat Mahomes or what have you I get that you know he's he's at a different stage of his career but it doesn't matter every game we've played or we've seen the Dolphins play there's been some reason why you think that this will be the one that they have the upper hand in and they haven't Damn put it, it together so Correct. they just have to it, it can't even matter what the Jets throw out there the Dolphins need to get their stuff together Seth I think part of the thing is this is that these games have been so close yeah and every Dolphins mistake has been so so critical, yep. so much more critical than it was earlier in the year. I mean, keep in mind, what was the first half of the the I want to say the first half of the the Ravens game, two through two picks. Listen, the Ravens game, they were down. You know, they had to score right. four times in the in the fourth quarter. So there's right. no question it, they were it, able it, to overcome things. Nah, that game was the best. But but it's just it's just as the season has gone on, these games have been low scoring. Yep. And each of those interceptions have been more critical than they were earlier in the year. And so um I don't know. I think uh tell me what you think of this. I think the 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 make or break player is gonna be Raheem Mostert. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the running game in general, uh, yeah. you know, not surprising, Leroy, that you would uh, <laughs> you would suggest that well, here. I mean, backup quarterback, that's what you lean on. Well, you're, you're exactly right. And I think that you started to see some of that last week as mm-hmm. well. And and ultimately, the thing that, that bit you in the behind was the pick six, right? That changed everything. And then you were mm-hmm. unable to overcome that. My hope is that you know, there was a glimmer of something really special when Skyler last time uh, started a game against Minnesota. He had the entire week of practice as the starter, and he came down looking like, whoa, did we just uncover the next gr- the next great thing? And then remember, they had that series where they got the ball, I think, inside the red zone and might have had three or four penalties in a row, and next thing you know, they they had third and 107 yards or whatever it might be. Right. Skyler hurts his finger. Everything falls apart. The rest is history, right? So my hope is that that we see a more prepared Skyler Thompson uh, and that we see a little bit of what we saw there at the beginning of that Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. In general, regardless of who's the quarterback, this is a league where at this time of the year, being able to run the football is critically important. We see what has happened when, you know, if Raheem Moster and Jeff Wilson are rocking and rolling and, and those guys are going downhill and, and chewing up defenses and making these defensive backs start to think twice about coming up there and trying to stick their nose in there, that it does start to shift the game and change the game. And even last week, I was like, okay, look, they're running the ball enough. You're not getting huge plays. You're maybe getting three and a half yards instead of five and a half yards. But look at the time of possession. Look at, you know, how many less times you're giving the Patriots offense the football. You were starting to control everything until the big mistake. And so you're right. Turnovers at any time 
are, are can be detrimental, but certainly this time of the year. Have you, has there been any part of you, because Leroy came in on Monday and he had finally given in thinking that this team is cursed. Have you, have, <laughs> like, have you found yourself in the, in the, in the long nights, the restless nights after this, this losing oh, streak okay. feeling like, is this ever going to happen? Is it ever going to, because this felt so magical, Seth. We all allowed ourselves to believe this was going to be, yeah. and maybe it still will be. It's not dead yet, but like right. in, in, the dark, season, guys. in the dark football moments, have you thought to yourself, is this ever going to happen? This feels just like they find new ways to just disappoint every single year at the end of the year. It, I, I hate to believe in a curse. I will tell you this, and, and going back to, and not to be completely shameless here, but going back to an old uh, Fish Tank episode where we had Mercury Morris on, and he told the story of the Root Man and how he basically created a, uh, a, a voodoo doll for Don Shula and buried it in his backyard somewhere in Miami. And, and, and you know, my stepfather thought for the entirety of his life that if we don't go dig up that doll, the Dolphins will never win another Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Needless to say, we've yet to dig this thing up. So but he uh, wants to do a B&E just to get the Dolphins. That could be a movie. Like, or, 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 you know, like at that. least Geraldo Rivera and Al Capone's tomb or whatever it might be. But, uh, you know, I... I hate to believe that they're cursed. I don't want to believe that that's the case. Unlucky, I've heard all of the stories. Unlucky but, is I, is the relative of of cursed. Some of it's unlucky. Some of it you bring upon yourself, right, Leroy? I mean, yeah. some of it you absolutely do bring upon yourself. And so here, I'm going to go back to what we, you know, that was all fun, and, but I'm not wearing the cool shirt today, so I'll try and be a little serious here and say, if you go back to look at how each of these games fell apart, you can really identify. Now, it's something different every time. Right. But you can identify where the Miami Dolphins team was either, quote-unquote, the better team on paper or in a position to win games, and then you can find the exact moment where things turned the wrong way that were beyond just unlucky. So whether it was – I never want to say lack of preparation because I got to believe that Mike McDaniel and the staff has the team prepared, but sometimes there seems to be a lack of focus or a lack of a sense of urgency or you know critical players making critical mistakes at the worst times, and right. you can't have those things. And I, I, I don't think that's a curse. I just think guys need to collectively learn how to win, and there's no better time than now when you literally are down to a one-game season. Seth, what do we got coming up this week on the uh, the Fish Tank podcast? It's been an interesting couple of weeks. I think the entire league early this week, you know, kind of took a break from from pushing out content and and you know for obvious reasons. And uh, but we so from a full uh, our full length episode. Last week we had Dave Wanstead. We, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because you guys were enjoying a, a well-deserved vacation. But Dave Wanstead was fabulous. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun on the interview. He basically said, "Hey, look, I, I'm not looking for another coaching job, so I'm going to say whatever I want to say." So he was wide open, which was really cool. And we talked about the last time the Miami Dolphins won a playoff game, which unbelievably was 22 years ago. Uh, but it was, you know, everybody remembers Coach Wanstead literally jumping on the back of Lamar Smith in the locker room and celebrating, you know, his 200-plus yards and a 17-yard uh, walk-off run in overtime. So, so Coach Wanstead was great. But today, you know, we do our Friday fish bites. And today, OJ and I talk about the fact that this is indeed a one-game season. You know, Juice said the playoffs start now. The playoffs right. start now because it is. If you lose, you're done. Yes, they need something else to happen to get into the playoffs. Uh, but ultimately, you have to win to keep your season going. And that's what playoff football is about. Before we get you out of here, Seth, because you're right. We didn't, uh, you know, it's, it was such a serious week, understandably so, because of what happened with DeMar. Uh, which, yep. um, you know, if, if anybody's just tuning in, the, the great news today is the breathing tube is out. He's uh, spoken to his teammates. 
So that's just really tremendous for the Buffalo Bills to get that news. But we haven't gotten to laugh a lot. And I actually saw this today on the way in. They do Sports Center not top ten. And after a six game losing streak and all that, we don't really get to talk about the fun stuff of the game. But five games. Five games. Five games. Don't, sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't sorry. count six, Bowman. Come on, man. You wanna, you're putting the curse on us. Um did Tyree Kill leave Durham Smythe hanging? Or was that part of the celebration? <laughs> because that that backflip roundoff where he has the hands up. Is Durham Smythe at least is he giving him the score of ten, or was he looking for a high five and Tyreek Hill just blew right past him? So that is the magic question. He absolutely blew right past him. It was almost a moment where he thought about high-fiving him, and look, he had just done a flip. Maybe he didn't have his wits about him, but uh, he certainly it certainly looked like it was a great diss. But I love that Durham, you know, just hold it up there, like Michael Jordan on the follow-through. Just, just hold it up there, Durham, you know, so make it look like it was the 10 or make it look like he left you hanging, whatever it might be. Everything I hear is that Durham Smythe might be one of the nicest guys in that locker room. So clearly it wasn't anything personal. But, man, it is a good laugh. <laughs> All right, Seth, have a good weekend, man. Let's uh, hope we are talking about a, a playoff berth come next week. And uh, everybody go get the Fish Tank podcast and listen to Seth and OJ. Is Travis back this week for the uh, for the postgame? Travis has been back for a couple of there weeks. There we go. Yes, okay. he's, so, uh, he's off of uh, paternity leave or whatever they call it the, this day and age. There you go. So you guys can catch them after Dolphins and Jets this week. Of course, you hear that here on 560 WQM. Thank you, Seth. Appreciate the time. Thanks, I appreciate Seth. you guys. Have a great weekend. And, uh, you know, I love the shirts. <laughs> we will uh, run down week 18 of the NFL schedule. It's time to tickle Leroy's fancy. Coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.